Magazine. Hey ho! It's the official oh. podcast number three hundred and twenty. That's all. That's a lot of weeks of doing the podcast, and it's not boring yet because Jackson came in with some absolute fire today. Oh uh, yeah, you guys know Suicide Squad, the video game. It's just like every other game out there now. A picture <laughs> came out and it, it looks bad, guys. It's like Anthem. It's like Avengers. That game. Okay, explain knows. it to a boomer. Who, you? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so... So, <laughs> so you, you know like how video games are like games as a service now? Everything's got to have a battle mm-hmm. pass, a cosmetic shop. Mm-hmm. You got to grind tons of missions over and over and over again to get like one of six types of different currency to then level up mm-hmm. your character. It's that, it's that mm-hmm. whole thing. And what's offensive about this, Kaya, Boomer, is that this comes from Rocksteady Games and they made Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City and Batman Arkham Knight. Three of the best superhero video games ever made. So if anyone yep. was going to do a good Suicide Squad game, it was probably going to be them. But now I don't know. I, I don't know. And that's that's really... Go ahead, Charlie. I was going to say, not only that, in the screenshot, they have like a chapter select, which means it doesn't even seem like it's open world. So they yeah. fully regressed. Yeah. Yeah, what? So what, what, the, not what, only what? not only that, but those games you mentioned earlier, Jackson, the Arkham trilogy, the ones that they've yeah, made, games. are the near exact kind of game that Suicide Squad is going to be. So they are experienced making this kind of game. They're just doing what they're really good at and have been really good at. But unfortunately, they're throwing in a bunch of modern gaming shit that really shouldn't be in this kind of game. And oh, it just doesn't look great, does I it? I feel like this game is... Arkham Knight came out 2015. That's, shit, eight years ago now at this point. So this game has been just in about. development for eight years. I feel like... I feel like something happened along the way and they reset development pretty recently and turned it into this game as a service from uh, orders from above, probably. That's my theory anyway, because I don't see how Rocksteady does this or works on this for eight years. Wait, when did the movie come out? Has it been eight years? Well, well it's not based on the movie, but the, there was The Suicide Squad, which came out in 2016, which is The Stinker. And there was yeah. The Suicide Squad, which came out two years ago, I think, and it was good. Which was Decent. an even bigger stinker. How was it good? I liked it. What do you mean? I thought it was much better. I, I think my friends and I, we, we started playing Gardic Phone in the middle of it because we were so bored. How are you bored during that movie? Yeah, that's a weird one to be bored during. There was just always something happening. Finding I, it cringe oh, would make me more understandable. Movie. I forgot they even made two. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was uh, not James Cameron. See, Andrew what doesn't even remember. James Gunn. <laughs> James Gunn. That's it. Yeah, James Gunn I, movie. I forgot that that one even came out. I only remember the shitty one. How could you forget? It's the one with the giant starfish at the end. Yeah, it's, I know. But like so many wow, memorable moments. I, I thought it was decent. Out of my mind. I, didn't, I didn't love it, but it is pretty memorable. Yeah, and I also just really liked Peacemaker. He was such a cool character. John Cena killed it, and Idris, Idris Elba is always great. Yeah, Idris Elba is pretty great. But yeah, Andrew, do you have anything to say on this? Do you like do you like where this game is going? So I'm sure you do. The Arkham games are some of my favorite of all time ever, and I could write entire dissertations on why they are such a functionally good action adventure series or light Metroidvania or whatever the fuck you want to classify them as. But they are not 
at all a game that needs a battle pass. They are a game that needs like a tight, cohesive narrative flow. It needs a good story behind all the exploration you're doing. So that way you feel the world's changing and the characters are growing and things are happening. That's what made the Arkham games so good. It wasn't just, oh, put Batman in a world and have him kick the Joker's butt. No, there were like all the villains and they all had motivations and were fucking with each other, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is when you focus on this battle pass shit, you're trying to put that onus on the player being like, oh, the story doesn't matter. You can wear dumb, goofy costumes and grind for rewards and do this thing over <laughs> and over and over again, which for this kind of game sounds like shit. Like, I don't want to call. I don't want to play, for example, Left for Dead with a group of my friends and go, wow, we cleared that area. Now we have to do it 10 more times to unlock this yeah. perk. Like, fuck that. That doesn't sound fun. The whole point of those games is to make it from point A to point B and have fun doing what? it. What does games as a service even mean? Like, that's the genre that they're calling all of these different games, like the Destinies, the Anthems, mm -hmm. the, uh, the... Like Warcraft? Whatever, suicide Squad. So, well, well, if there's uh, a Suicide Squad that gets Red Bueller no. updates, then I'd get it. It's not, it's not even that. Though. It's not even that. Ross Scott, who owns the channel Accursed Farms, did a incredible video essay on games as a service. And he kind of goes through like their TSAs, or not TSAs, terms of service, TOAs, TOS, ah, TOS. He goes through their terms of service and like their documentations and the things you sign when you sign up of a bunch of companies and cites a bunch of examples of games being labeled as a service. And he finds out it's nothing. It is a term that accept that basically means we can cancel and take the game from you at any time. That's really well, they all can it do means. that with it. They can do that with every game that you buy digitally now. That's not just games as mm -hmm. a service, right? But but, it, but it's more like legal stuff that gives them more grounds to be like, yeah, we do not have to offer you an alternative. The idea was if a game shut down that was digital, yeah. they would have to say, well, hey, you you're entitled to like a CD of this game or a way to play it on your own or the source code has to go open something. It was a whole legal thing. But then games but, as a services have always existed in the form of MMOs and online games like Club Penguin and stuff like when they get deleted it's just taken right. away from everyone and he and he goes over that in his essay where there's a difference between a game that only can function as a service and one that is like clearly a full game but they're offering it as a service i i would just recommend all that it's a long video i can't like paraphrase yeah. Um, all of it. It's also it's just really, episode. it's just marketing. When people hear game as a service, they really think of something like, oh, this is going to last. It's going to have so much going on for so long. Mm. It's like a time investment. It's going to be so worth it. But it, it never is. Yeah, yeah it seems like the, seems the, like the marketing, marketing angle, the marketing yeah. angle of it is like, hey, this game, this is your, this is your one-stop game. You can do everything in here. You can spend your whole life in this game. Keep grinding those Suicide Squad levels and you get a fancy little outfit for your Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Like, I, I think there's a disconnect when you design a game between focusing on story and focusing on replayability for gameplay model, right? Imagine you go through the Suicide Squad campaign and you watch the whole story when Rockstar Ga or Rocksteady Games are known for a great story. And you watch the fucking end cutscene and they like save Batman from being evil and the credits are rolling and there's like all the goofy stuff. Do you really want to then say, great, I can't wait to grind for 40 more hours to watch Harley Quinn's new costume unlocked? No, that's not the satisfaction from that kind of I game. I also don't even think it's just cosmetics, by the way. I read an article about it and in one of the statements they gave, it's like, 
you know, it's we're not nerfing anyone. We're just gonna, you know, you're gonna have to work real hard to get as strong as Batman was in Arkham Knight. So you're gonna spend all of that time grinding just to be as strong, if not worse, than Batman yeah. was in the beginning of Arkham Knight. Those games should not have RPG numbers. The free flow combat does not work very well for that idea. Well, yeah, they tried that with that most recent Batman game. Yeah, and it sucked oh, ass. No, Gotham Knights. Yeah. God, that game was so shit. Holy yeah. lord. Boring. Yeah. I don't think... Huh? Did you play it? I did my classic thing where I watched a few, like, hours of the first <laughs> gameplay and just... It just looks so boring. This is one of the few times where I'm like, yeah, you probably got the full experience just by looking yeah. at it. That shit is so much ass, <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. I mean, I knew immediately when I didn't want to buy it. When you were in Arkham Knight driving the Batmobile and there was like this intense sense of weight and speed and just like drifting around corners and doing all the shit. Meanwhile, Batgirl hopped on the Bat Cycle and like she runs headfirst into a wall and just kind of daintily like bounces dead off. stops and bounces off yeah. it. Yeah, it was terrible. It was embarrassing. There's like no weight to it. Yeah. No weight, no momentum, no excitement, nothing. It just felt like And the world is so dead in that game. Like there's no mood or aesthetic. It's just empty. And mm. then you go back to like Arkham Knight, which still like holds up, honestly. It's still like such an incredible world. Yeah, yeah it the is Arkham so Trilogy. Uh, I know the neon Origins. lights of Gotham mixed with like the grunginess and the, it's constantly raining in that, in that game. So everything looks like wet and yep. and disgusting. It's do, so good. Do you guys remember when that came out? That whole wet, like, really high-end yeah. look was so hard that people needed, like, brand new 3090 graphics cards or whatever at the time just to run it right on PC. I remember they, th there was a whole refund scandal yep. or something. Right? Well, yeah, right. it, the game also didn't work at launch, no. which didn't help. <laughs> it didn't on PC, no. I, I, it worked better than games uh, launching, like, the state games launching and now, though. It's regressed so hard. <laughs> The, the like standard of quality that people accept has regressed so hard from then. Like that was just a pretty standard launch, honestly, looking back at it. Like, you no, just we, we're a different species now than we were in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a little while ago, maybe like two years ago, I remember we ran a fun little hypothetical between us where we hypothesized what the next video game genre would be. I believe mine was like Battle Royale, but musical uh, rhythm based battle royale <laughs> you sick fuck i said that or was that you i i can't remember it might honestly it might have been you that's just I the one that, that i remember okay andrew said it i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah i remember andrew was the one that said yeah, it said actually kai you want to back us up on that one go team andrew uh, just to screw charlie i said it <laughs> no 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 not like that no but how could you have said it when jackson said it kaya yeah i, I okay. he didn't we say come charlie full said it Oh, I'm pretty sure it was me. What about anyway? The... So talk about my so, game idea, Jackson. Yeah, it was a good game idea. But I, w I wanted to puzzle that question again. Do, what, do we have any fun hypotheticals uh, or video game genres that are coming up? You think anything created from the industry that we'll see? Mm. It'd have to be an indie game because I don't think a AAA studio is willing to experiment anymore. Well, it's always like some indie game experiments on the formula and then the triple A's notice and then fucking latch onto that idea and milk it for all it's worth. Like right. the Battle Royales, obviously, PUBG came around. Well, there might have been something before that, but PUBG was the one that kicked it off. And then next comes like Fortnite. They hard pivot from their uh, building survival game 
into the battle royale genre and then that explodes and then everyone's doing battle royales so that's how it usually goes yeah mm. survival games have already had their meta that's over yeah that's definitely over i would say the next trend is just more games as a service for some reason studios oh. really <laughs> like that angle I think it's, someone... They're, they're after the Destiny magic. Everyone who has tried to uh, mimic the Destiny, Destiny magic has, is Destiny's it, a good <laughs> game. It's a it's a, I mean, it is. It is. So every three months, they bring out a buttload of content. It might not be great content, but it's content nonetheless. And they've got that shit down to a science now. They do. And yeah, they just got bought for like $4 billion from Sony. They are seeing an enormous amount of profit from them, from Destiny. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. It's it's the only successful games as a service. Uh, every, everyone else has tried to mimic it, and they've all failed. It's true. Hmm. I'm honestly surprised all these companies haven't come to an agreement, like behind closed doors, to price fix and agree that okay, we're all gonna be a games as a service now. Well, that's because that's illegal. Oh, they also just kind of have games are seventy fucking dollars now for the PS5. So yeah. I mean, more so like, okay, we agree that all of us have to offer microtransactions and battle passes and shit, so it's normalized. Mm. And new children, the, the new generation just grows up with this, and they think this well, is they normal are. now. Oh, that's, they, they that's true. That's, Although Charlie that is, is Charlie's kind of brilliant, that is definitely going to be the new standard. I believe uh, Modern Warfare 2 was the best-selling game of last year, and it was 70 across all platforms, even PC yeah, and that's, all that's that. Yeah, that's the new standard, definitely. Yeah, it's also dead now. The, that game has already fucking died. <laughs> really? Yeah, it has. It does not have a player base anymore. How do you How do you guys feel about that? Actually, the seventy dollar thing. I don't like it. I mean, what do you, I don't. I don't want to pay more for the <laughs> I, same quality games. I think it's a necessary <laughs> evil. I mean, it's just inflation. We've gone, Everything we've is going up like in price. 50, it is just inflation. Yeah, we've gone like forty years of it being sixty dollars. It does kind of feel like it should probably go up. Right. Well, yeah. I'd also expect the quality to go up, but it's not. Which it has. Like games are yeah. taking like five times longer to make. I think I made this exact argument on the podcast a while ago, and you guys shit all over me ruthlessly. And I'd do it again too if you said it with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> I agree um, with you now, but you were wrong nonetheless. Either either way, I think I think it's inevitable. Just inflation in general right now is running rampant, so everything's getting more expensive. So games going to seventy dollars is not at all unreasonable or unheard we of. We need to bring back bartering, the bartering <laughs> system. Well, you can't barter digitally. Like, you send through oh, a, like a request I, also, through the Steam website. I grew these tomatoes and you give me GTA 6 for it. Like a copy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> send a pile of tomatoes to Rockstar headquarters. Wow. Also, Charlie, <laughs> you were not wrong about Modern Warfare 2. According to Steam, not so not including uh, Battle.net or any other thing, but Steam has lost 25% of the player base in the last 30 days and dropping. Yep, no, it is a colossal fall-off. I think it's the fastest fall-off of Call of Duty history from what I read yesterday. That and Call of Duty World War II. I think those are the two quickest dying COD games. Wow. The difference is people really like this one, though. Yeah, it does feel a bit weird. I only heard good things about Modern Warfare 2. 
Yeah, I think it's just really people getting tired of the Call of Duty formula, honestly. Like, if the Battle Royale's yeah. not good and Warzone 2 is not good, when mm -hmm. that's not good, there's just no reason for them to keep playing, so they all drop it. Yeah, no, it one, like. no one I've seen likes Warzone 2. Like, Warzone 1 was a big thing that people really liked, but every streamer I've seen, every everybody I've seen, says they hate Warzone 2. Yeah, so since that you was know, a stinker, a the whole thing's kind of died. I think here's the next trend. I just thought of this because Ooh, nice. airline companies do this now and um, Windows does it actually. I was adjusting my battery settings on my laptop and Windows will now nag you and tell you uh, to lower your carbon emissions by lowering <laughs> your energy level of your laptop. <laughs> really? I don't know if you guys have bought airline tickets recently. Yeah, but airlines now nag you into offsetting your carbon emission. Yeah. They'll actually give you an, uh, an option to like pay an extra 200 bucks or whatever to offset your carbon emissions and you'll be staring at it like that's your job asshole why the fuck would i pay for that <laughs> you piece of shit i'm already overpaying for the ticket i think video games are gonna start doing this maybe steam during checkout will start nagging you and saying hey the 70 dollars game if you pay 80 dollars it'll offset all of the energy you're gonna use to play it uh, that's my prediction how does that how does it even work though what does that money go well, to that offsets to the, they send it to the renewable companies or something i assume it goes so it's nowhere. like a charitable it donation, pockets. but for business? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. That's really stupid. They'll install a solar panel on the Rockstar Games roof. <laughs> on the top of the plane. For every $10 million donated. <laughs> <laughs> that's my prediction. That's not Clippers. a genre. That's just another... That's I, know, just that's another... Not, I know that's not a genre, but that's my very cynical prediction. I, I could also predict that maybe in the future there's going to be more hardware-based DRM. I am genuinely at this point surprised that these companies don't make like, again, deals with chip manufacturers like Intel to put some sort of feature into the chip, like physically itself to where the game only runs on specific chips and only why, if it's a why? legitimate copy. Why? What do you mean? Why? Well, yeah. Wouldn't they want their games to run on as many machines as possible to sell the games? Mm, I mean, that's like... Okay, but by that logic, then why the fuck do they do things like the Nouveau or whatever that really intrusive one is, you know? Well, that doesn't prohibit I mean, you from playing on any machine. It just means you have to buy the game. It runs worse, people. <laughs> that's why piracy... Uh, yeah, like they don't care about you losing like Nouveau. three frames a second if it guarantees a sale. Hmm. I think it'll happen. It could happen. No, I'm, I think there's going to be more direct DRM. Like maybe you have to send a picture of your face to their authentication services oh, every time you want to launch the game and then they cross check oh my it God, with your that's license. Even more... My argument was going to be, well, look at DVDs, right? I mean, some DVD players are actually region locked. Why the fuck? You, I could make it's... the same argument saying wouldn't movie studios want their movies to be played and, uh, on more DVD players, but apparently not. But well, you're no, right, maybe KYC boomers. laws... Huh? They're boomers. The, the movie industry is so ingrained in whatever tradition they have. Like every movie has to go to cinemas. It's just like tradition. They, they don't. They won't break out from that. Plus, it make everyone still goes to movie theaters to watch movies anyway. So they don't lose any money from that. I think you're right, though. KYC laws might come to video gaming. You might actually have to like take a photo of your face with your passport right next to your face or a driver's Dude, license to I unlock up the next video game. <laughs> I signed up for another uh, like money sending app thing today and the process to do it took like 30 minutes of me sending different photos of myself in different angles, sending different uh, like passport it's pictures, so my, my license and stuff. 
I felt like they were going to like ask me to take a picture of my nutsack at some point. It was so mm-hmm. like intrusive and over the top. Should have sent it just in case. All of that shit. Yeah. All of that shit just gets leaked in data breaches too, which is just super fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I've sent them enough. They've got everything they could possibly need. So come on, guys. I want some creativity, Andrew, Charlie. Well, I want to talk about Velma, but you don't see me bitching about it. I never it. even answered the question. <laughs> Have you We're seen not talking about Velma. Velma. Come on. Goddamn right I've seen it. I it's can't stop thinking sweet. about it. Oh, how? It's wait, nothing. Wait, wait, Before we talk about Velma, because I have a feeling it's going to be 30 minutes long, can we talk about oh. Fitbod? Yeah, we Please. can talk about Fitbod. I just, oh, I just, I have this urge. I'm going to do some push-ups stop. while we talk about Fitbod. It's almost like I'm looking at the time and I say, oh, 20 minutes, that's Fitbod time. There's just something in my brain that says that's the exact moment I should interject with Fitbod. It doesn't fucking matter because what matters is your health and your body and your well-being and your strength and your endurance and your ability to play fun activities. I'm an official boy. And I lift weights and do workout routines. Every official boy lifts weights and does workout routines. But we use Fitbod to do them. It is an app that will help you track your workout progress, find your workout routine, keep you motivated to keep on working out, let you adjust your program to make it easier and more convenient based on what's going on in your life. Do you got a big workout coming up and they want you to do a shoulder press, but you hurt your shoulder? That's okay. Just tippity tap on the appity app and pick something different for that day. It's super simple and easy to use. Fitbod also has an algorithm to help find your most efficient workouts, the ones that you should maybe consider doing next. It takes all the guesswork out of getting in shape, and we have talked about this for literal years on this show. Every human being on the planet should maintain some sort of physical fitness. If you don't, I'll just be blunt, you're wasting your potential. You really are. Because it's fun, it's good for you, it feels good, it helps you mentally and physically. And consider Fitbod as your place to do it, because they've also got demonstration videos if you have absolutely no fucking idea what you're doing. But if you do know what you're doing, which is signing up for Fitbod and ignoring the people working on my roof because they're banging on it really hard, you can join Fitbod today and build a routine that lasts all year. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbod.me slash official. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash official. And while you are getting super duper large, you might, I don't know, you might strain yourself a little bit. You might feel a little sore, a little hurt. Maybe it's time to get your relaxation back and let your body recover with some wonderful Next Evo. And Next Evo is going to be a CBD that can possibly help with your stress management, maybe your mindfulness, maybe the important aspects of wellfulness. Wellness, rather. I mean, I used to use CBD all the time. I personally have kind of stayed off of things because I like to just keep my mind clear and straightforward and not, you know. But I do understand when people want to take a moment to relax, maybe 
have a drink or something else. But for a lot of people lately, it's been CBD oil because it can help maybe you calm down a little bit. Boy, they are just pounding away up there. Something very important is getting fixed. And hopefully they're you're working out up there. I don't even know what they're working on, to be honest. But no, what I was yeah, they're doing like push-ups and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, using yeah. FitBod. That's right. They found the app and the weights that I leave on my roof. Good for them. <laughs> and what you can find is a new level of relaxation, a new way to meditate, something to try and see if it's for you, and that would be Next Evo CBD oil. They also are going to find a great way to deliver you vegan, GMO, gluten-free, and THC-free capsules, as well as gummies derived from 100% U.S.-grown hemp. If you've educated yourself about CBD out there, it's kind of been a hot topic for the last, like, five or six years, then maybe Next Evo is the place to try it. And you can try Next Evo natural capsules, gummies, mints, topical creams with Smart Sorb technology. I really like that name. Smart Sorb is basically just going to be a little system they've devised to help you get the CBD in your system in as little as 10 minutes. You can get 20% off your first order, $40 or more at nextevo.com slash official. That's, sorry, sorry, misread that. It's slash podcast using code official. So nextevo.com slash podcast promo code official. N-E-X-T-E-V-O for 20% off your first order of $40. So now you're huge and you're relaxed, but are you pleasured? Are you feeling all the sensations your body can provide? And if not, <laughs> Adam and Eve is gonna make sure you find the perfect toy or gadget or gizmo or let's be honest, in today's age, fake plastic woman that you could ever ask for. And I hope Charlie's back because it's her turn to tell you about it. Well, she is back. I, I didn't leave, Andrew. And yeah, mm. you can find any item you've ever dreamed of pretty much on Adam and Eve. And it's very important that you do because there's a lot of lonely people out there. So why not get something to make you feel a little less alone? You can find a whole companion on there. Anything you've ever wanted. Very robust catalog full of everything you need. Charlie, I won't lie. I called you her turn because I imagined you as a small plastic woman. But that's okay, because you out there can buy a certain wig and a white t-shirt and some other paraphernalia from Adam and Eve and maybe make your own Charlie at home. Or you can make something you can have sex with, or both. I'm not here to judge you. But what I would be here to judge is if you purchase something from Adam and Eve without using discount code DEFENSE <laughs> for 50% off of one item and free shipping on your entire order in the US and Canada. There are certain exclusions that apply, but there is a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's code DEFENSE, 50% off of any one item, free shipping anywhere in the US and Canada. Thanks. Enjoy whatever you get from there. Why didn't you want to talk about Velma, Jackson? It's just, it's so boring. Kai and I watched the first, no, the, the show. Kai and I watched the first episode uh, together and it was so excruciatingly boring. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, so we only watched one episode, I think at the time only two episodes were out. We yeah. watched the first and decided, okay, let's just see if people even want us to watch the second <laughs> before we commit to more boredom. I was yawning my ass off. 
Same. There's just everybody online that I see is like mad at this Mindy Kaling woman, and I get I kind of understand why, but the show really isn't even that interesting enough to get mad over. Like yeah. you can't even rant about how bad it is. It's just boring. It's well, you know what? The only mad. interesting part of why how it's bad is because they attached to the IP of yeah. Scooby Doo. The show That's has it. the show realistically has nothing to do with Scooby Doo. It's just attached to it. Yeah, but I will also say if this didn't have a Scooby Doo tie-in, it would still be on same level as Big Mouth, if you ask me. I oh yeah, yeah, it to no, be so offensively that's, fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's what that's what I said to Kai. I was like, if if this didn't have like the Scooby Doo IP, if this was just like a cast of other random people, this would just be like a run of the mill like shitty uh, cartoon. Yeah, that's, that's I, basically. It. I did some snooping. I did some digging, and there's a lot of theories that I I think hold a lot of weight. Where this was originally a different show that Mindy Kaling wanted to pitch, where it was like a parody of like. I guess Scooby-Doo, but like CW shows like Riverdale and like, you know, dumb modern teen comedies and shit, but they didn't want to take it. It didn't want to get off the ground. It wasn't a thing. So the way that they made it a thing is said, but wait, it's in the Scooby-Doo universe. It's Scooby-Doo. And that's how it actually got made. It's not just and in the universe, though. It's like the thing. It's not just a spin-off, it's the main yeah, cast. Right, right, right. right, right. But here's the, but here's the idea. It. Here's the idea. Imagine if when she's pitching it to like the boardroom during the meeting, she's like, I play a girl named named fucking like Valerie. Why? And no, I go don't... to high school and here's my friend and yeah. this and that. And they go, Okay, but what if we make it based off Scooby Doo? That's what I'm saying. No, I, I understand. I, I'm sure she pitched this at some point as an original idea, but then exactly. she went, fuck it. You know what? Don't take any risks. Let's just reuse, let's reheat microwave oven that bitch and right. old IP and you don't have to risk anything and it'll get an automatic audience and someone fucking greenlit it. Yeah. But I think the reason it's, it's just it's, so shitty and nobody likes it is it pitched itself as this is an edgy rendition of a children's cartoon. You've never seen Scooby-Doo like I'm this. It's so for kids, but edgy but then it's not edgy like the edgiest shit in it is sex jokes a few scenes Constant. with blood and white people bad jokes like it's the most dull unimaginative run-of-the-mill mainstream bullshit who the fuck still like clasps at their pearls when they hear a sex joke who gives a shit this is so boring it's the most inside the box thinking show yeah, I mean, I, I've seen edgier stuff on the internet and in video games. It's just, it's it's soft edgy. It's trying to find that TV watching audience and go, look, you won't see this on TV. Is it meant? Is it meant it's to be edgy? edgy I feel like it's just playing for the base that they're trying to appeal to, which is people that like those jokes. Oh, I mean, the edgy oh, as in, oh, sake. this is... Wait. <laughs> now, where'd we leave off? We don't like Velma, do we, boys? How do you talk to us when your computer crashes? Well, I don't. It just came back. Yeah, what, what the fuck? Did How do you not leave the call? <laughs> so you just missed all of the Velma talk? No, 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 no. I, I heard uh, some of it and then crashed. <laughs> <laughs> At least it restarts kind of quickly. That's nice. Yeah, it, I, I'm able to hop back <clears throat> in the call pretty quick. Um, but yeah, we were just saying it's unimaginative. It's not pushing any boundaries. It's nothing. It's just boring. If you're going to do an adult version of a show, at least show something that's going to upset someone. Yeah. You know? But why do you have to do something that upsets someone as an adult show? 
No, what I mean is, you know, when South Park originally aired, there was a lot of people who wrote like angry letters to the studio saying, oh, how dare you make fun of Group X? Now it's like, who the fuck is going to write Velma? Who cares? Who are you offending? Like, there has to be a level of offensiveness for something to be edgy. This isn't edgy. It's it so is offensive. Well, if people, How? people are complaining. What is offensive so, about it? Well, uh, Scooby-Doo fans apparently are offended by it. They're not offended by it, Jackson. It's just bad. There's a difference between being they're, offended they're and just not liking it. Yeah, you're oh, confusing I, I don't the people agree. I don't agree with, with this take. being no. outraged. I see people pretty... What the fuck is that? What the fuck? What was that? That's the you're wrong alarm, Jackson. Yeah, that was like <laughs> yeah, a okay. bad take siren at Jackson's house. <laughs> what was that? I, I don't know. Keep talking. It sounded like an old milk van horn or something. Yeah, I don't think a car drove by your house. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do we have a fucking uh, well, podcast where we don't derail every five minutes? Oh my god. People, people love the derailments, first of all. They do. So it separates us from stuff like Scooby Doo. There's no derailments in that. Yeah, um, it's pure shit from start to finish. Never I think, derails. I think Kai has crashed as well. I think the alarm went off and then he disappeared. Oh, wait, didn't this happen <laughs> a while ago, a few months ago, where we heard an alarm on Kai's end and then he just left? Oh, yeah, he said fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this happened a while ago. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, wait, so Charlie, you think, you think uh, it's edgy? No, what? I, exact opposite. No one is offended, is what I'm saying. Literally, oh, right, no one okay. is offended. So what's you? What's, all right, what's Jackson, <laughs> you were arguing that it was edgy. <laughs> you were the one arguing that it was offending people. <laughs> so much is going on. The fire alarm like reset my brain. Uh, <laughs> so what's? What, tell me about Velma, Charlie. What's your problem with Velma then? It sucks. The joke sucks. <laughs> it doesn't make me laugh. It's boring. It's all garbage. It's the worst jokes ever, and it's the same joke every time. You just, being meta. I didn't care enough to say it's bad. It's just boring. What do you it's mean not, you didn't like care enough to say it's great. bad? It's fucking terrible. What do, what do you mean? It's actually I wasn't like I wasn't offended during it or anything. I wasn't like upset at it. I was just like, this is just boring. This is dribble. It's, it's the color gray. There's nothing to it. There, there has to be something of like, well, yeah, there has to be something of like, something to latch onto that I I have to like, or I can hate for it to be bad. You you didn't hate the jokes? No, they just didn't make me laugh. It wasn't like I was angry at the jokes. So when you heard Norville go, I left you a VM voicemail that explains everything. No, Norville, just tell me. <laughs> no, check your VMs voicemail. And he said that <laughs> six fucking times in a row. That wasn't where... Jackson's laughing right now, though. I'd be careful. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I like your delivery more than his. But regardless, no, it didn't upset me. Maybe it's because I was listening to it with Kaya and we were both kind of like talking over the jokes. Maybe if I was actually focusing on it, then I would be upset, more upset at it. It didn't make me laugh or anything. Don't get me wrong. I didn't like any of the jokes, but I didn't hate them. I guess that's fair. I guess after the 40th time of hearing about Fred's tiny penis, it just didn't didn't have the same effect. I think so it's like some of the worst writing in any modern show I've seen, and that does include Big Mouth. I think they're on par with each other. Wow. Oh, so it's not worse than Big Mouth. No, 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 no. It's not worse than Big Mouth. I say they're on par. I'd say Big Mouth is still probably worse. Actually, Big Mouth is definitely still worse, but Velma's pretty close there. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> um, 
<laughs> I agree with Charlie. The jokes are not good. They're inoffensive. They're boring. Nothing about the show was just entertaining or interesting. But I'm not disagreeing with and that. You have to joke. Hmm? I, I said I'm not disagreeing with that. Like, I didn't like anything. I just didn't hate anything. Apart from the yeah, art but, style. The art okay, style and animation. I agree with that. Okay, okay, it's no, not wait, wait, wait. hateable. It, it doesn't... Yeah. It's not hateable. It's just, it doesn't elicit it's any emotion from me. But the the art style and the animation is awful, by the way. I do want to say I hate that aspect. Oh, yeah, the animation it, it is, is lazy. So Jackson, would it's you so hate ugly. it if it was a property you really gave a shit about? Like if it was a Star Wars show? That was a bad example. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever property you give a fuck now, you know? Would you hate it then? Yeah, if it was something that I had like a preconception of really liking going into it, then yeah. Well, if now you a, understand a because a property. lot of people like Scooby-Doo and wanted to see another Scooby-Doo show. Not this. I feel like Scooby-Doo is kind of like Star Wars at this fair. point. Like, haven't all what? the previous Scooby-Doo stuff that's come out in the last 10 years been kind of trash? No, not at all. Also, who keeps act like who's actively keeping up with Scooby-Doo? Is there like a huge fandom? Yes. Yeah, there, fair is. there is. Uh, um, but Andrew, what it was Scoob? Did you like that? What's the one where it goes really off the rails? Is that Scoob, where the writing gets really insane? Mm -hmm. Oh no, not Scoob. No, I think I think I'm thinking of Mystery Inc. Was genuinely really great, and it came out. But also the movie Scoob is good. I like that one. That oh. was a good movie. I that's, I only heard bad things about it. I didn't watch it though. Oh, Scoob's the one where he's a puppy, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. A puppy. Okay. I didn't see that one. I there remember they had a really weird launch event with Cartoon says, Network for it. Wait, which one is this? Someone in chat said Scoob was not good. So, uh, Damn. Yeah, they're fucking that. done. All arguments Two. cease. Which one had them the... Well, Charlie doesn't even fucking remember it. So. Wait, hold on. Which one did they... Which one had them defeating that curse? Where they have like that giant fight at the end uh, oh on the island uh, i think you scooby doo on zombie island from like 2001 no it was, no, it was a recent movie uh. which there was definitely one where they fight like this big curse thing at the end there's like 40 scooby doo movies was, so. it, was it a cartoon or a real life real live action no 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 no. it wasn't live action there's only like two live action and that's the james gunn one yeah that's the one i was talking about I don't, uh, anyway, I don't know. not worth watching. Yeah. Skip. Yeah. Is the entire yeah. season out? No. No, just two episodes. I think they're okay. doing a weekly release too, which is just so oh, fucking no. arrogant. And it's um, it's not like episodic. They have these these cliffhangers in. They actually expect you to give a shit about who killed anyone. Maybe we will like it. Maybe maybe the season gets better. We have to keep watching. Yeah, the character's got to air sure. out a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's the next Breaking Bad. Yeah. Wait, Charlie. Didn't, didn't we watch a Scooby-Doo porn parody at some point? God damn right we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, so that's the best thing that Scooby-Doo has produced in the last decade, then. We, we skipped through the porn, though, so maybe it fell apart in those scenes. Yeah, but the plot was well, there's just some, incredible. There's titties in Velma. They're obscured by foam, but I oh, guess if you're like 14, not even... then it... I uh, guess maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if you're like 13, this show is for you. 
maybe then it could be somewhat like titillating. No, yeah, maybe not. Nah, it's not edgy enough. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Just shouldn't uh, have anything to do with Scooby Doo. It's the whole problem with it. If it didn't, then this show would be completely forgotten by time. You guys want to talk about that funny statue that was? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can. Sure. This is a fight. Give, I can give sense people a it. background. <laughs> I just remembered it. Here we go. I, I only know. I only know like what the statue looks like, and I can guarantee like ninety nine percent of the people listening also know what I'm talking about, just based off me talking, saying like funny statue. Um, does anyone know what the statue represents? Kaya, do you? Yeah, it's or the story yeah, I put around a comparison it. shot in the in our chat. Remember, it's it's like it's supposed to be Martin Luther King hugging a, a lady. I forget her name, but it, basically he took a photo. The sculptor, I assume, took a photo, that photo, a famous photo, and he removed both of their heads and their torsos, leaving only their arms just floating <laughs> yeah. midair like spaghetti, and it looks like two hands <laughs> holding a big turd. Which is a generous interpretation. Yeah, yeah, it does it does not at all look like what it's supposed to represent, unless you know what it's supposed to represent. It's so funny. And then shit. so this, this, so yeah, we posted this in our group conversation and kind of laughed at it or whatever because it it genuinely just looks stupid. Charlie, have you have you seen it? Of course, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, we were laughing at it, and then this spawned a whole giant conversation or debate about modern art yet again, <laughs> and what it means <laughs> to be art. So what? What is what? Recount your arguments, Andrew. What's your argument on art? Uh, I think Kaya should go first because my argument is more a deconstruction of Kaya's argument. A modern art is this is a not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact that was created by the CIA. Modern art is not real art. What you call good art is real art. What you call bad art, I call not art. That's really where we... The only thing is we have a difference in, like, terminology. We agree that the statue sucks. I just think it should not be referred to with the word art. It's just shit. Because we're diluting the meaning of art. If this is art, everything is art. And if everything is art, then nothing is art. And I think that's I think that's slippery slope argument and art can be either good or bad. It doesn't have to be good. Sure, it can be bad, but this isn't just bad. It's just shit. Like we need to gatekeep the term a little bit. It's like so, saying every child is special. Like every child can't be special. So that's if everyone's special, then no one is. That's the question. That then when does it qualify as art to you? Like what needs to be done to that state? Yeah, that's that's exactly that's what very the subjective. crux of the argument came down to. Kaya only thinks things are art if he likes them. No, it's not up to me whether to like it or not. Like there, there is very good <laughs> art that I do not like or enjoy. I mean, the movies are art in my opinion. There's many movies that I personally don't like, but I still think that they're a piece of art, even very impressive art. But I, I think at some point you have to, you do have to draw a line between someone just taping a banana to a wall and Michelangelo. But that's not what happened here. They're not at all. on the same spectrum. But that's not even remotely what happened here. Someone made a very effort-filled, clever idea for a statue <laughs> no, that didn't. just came out poorly. Clever? Yeah. How? 
it's because like, it's, it's, it's you modded a video game and it malfunctions and only the limbs of the characters were visible and not their torso. It was torso creative yeah, expression it, it, came there, out, it came out poorly. It was not executed well, but it represents an entire photo and litany of history and emotions with just a single part of it. It's a part it, of the whole. No, it, it, it literally doesn't. A banana on the wall. It doesn't express any part of the photo, and the proof is in the fact that no one knew what the fuck this thing even was That's without the photo. Objectively incorrect, proof. because they took the photo and showed the exact angle that they captured, and it lined up one to one. It is explicitly a piece <laughs> yes, of a they photo. They had to take the photo. They had to show people the photo and right. be like, "Hey, this is what that is, by the way." This because is what I meant to do. Executed poorly, but the idea was there. The intention is there, but yeah, you explicitly said it's not. Intention doesn't matter to me. I don't care what That's your intention the point is. Intention absolutely that matters. That is literally the point of art. It's all intention. Well, art does yeah. not have strict definitions. It's all expression and intention. That's the entire point. It's not strict definition to say this is shit. It, it's simply no one's disagreeing with that. As, I never said no, it was a good. It's, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. a terrible statue, but it's also art. Okay, one of you yell at me at the one at one time. Not both. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you take this. Yeah, Charlie, go ahead. You don't have to yell at him. Yeah, I think it's just pretty obvious that this isn't on the same playing field as something like uh, taping a banana to a wall or that guy that pisses in blood and then sells it. Like, I don't think these are comparable at all. This, Thank I, you. I think. I really think that this was a high effort thing that turned out very poorly. Exactly. Yeah. So you think it should still be called art? A hundred percent. It's just bad art. Yeah, exactly. But okay. So that's yeah. where our differences lie. Kai that's... believes that it should not be called art. It so... should be called bad something. That's the thing, Kaya. If they, f how long until you call it art? If they added torsos, would you call it art? If they added their heads, would you call it art? What would make you call it art? Sorry, my internet crap there. Um, what would make me call it art? I don't know, but somebody just... <laughs> okay, well, that was so offensive, he just could not talk about it anymore. You got cut off really bad. Say again. Oh. Is my internet even working right now? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're going, like, fast forward. <laughs> it's trying to buffer. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I, th I think I made my arguments. I could be wrong, that's <laughs> did, fair did enough. You? <laughs> I think my I, work I here's done. <laughs> I, I, think we, I think we all agree. I think we just disagree on the terminology. Your I don't argument think was a work of art. art. Yeah, that was a work of art. You Thank should you. label it. A work of bad art. <laughs> there we go. Now it's coming together. You, so yeah, that's, that's the entire argument, though, is we believe that something can be bad and art. You don't believe that anything bad can be art. I, I art believe to you that if you call everything beautiful. art, if, if everything can be art, then nothing is art. If somebody pissing on the floor is art or shoving eggs in her vagina and pooping them out onto a canvas is art, then... There's no point I mean, to the word. The, the, there is really not much point to the word. The definition of art is just something that is created by uh, through creative, creative okay, expression. But I think there should right? be a point to words. Words should be delineated. That's like saying if I get up from well, this yeah. chair and just sit down on the couch with a beer, I'm an athlete. Yeah, technically I moved and I expended calories, but does that make me an athlete? 
But Kaya, the difference is you're applying it to a statue that has a very clear intent and representation. When you have performance artists who go, I pissed on the floor and my piss represents Soviet Russia and the water I drank to make it represents the proletariat. Like that's nonsense. That's not <laughs> art. That's just rationalizing oh, bullshit. Oh, why is that not art? They call it art. It's art to them. They had a clear intent. See, now you're gatekeeping. That's my point. If you call hmm, everything point, art, yeah. then you have no right. You have no right to say that pissing on the floor is not art. I agree. No that right. is art. In a way, is it is. If in there's a an way, expression there. In a way, it is art, but the expression see, is muddy. You secretly agree with me. You secretly. But you I don't. Down, you I know, don't. It is not art. But I don't. In is not any art. facet, in any level, your soul yearns to agree with but me. But I do not, on any <laughs> plane of existence, agree that the statue in question is not art. I think it is a hundred percent art. No uh, debate. I'll grant you this. It's it's better than a lady pissing on the floor and calling that art. But right. it's still. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like say borderline. I wouldn't say urine is a frequently accepted expression of creativity or artistry. So I don't <laughs> think that counts in the well, you know the definition of art. What do you call urine fetishists? Pee fetishists would disagree with you. Well, I don't think they call it art. <laughs> well, they could. Uh, you are wrong. Yeah. I, look, I'm I'm talking more specifically. Fight. Yes, when you when you take the broad definition of art and you can apply it to literally anything, I could slap my desk and say it was an art piece about Ukraine. But when we're talking conventional art, more understood art, not as intellectual, that's not I, even the right term, but you know what I mean. That statue is a hundred percent an art piece. No debate. Well, well, what you mean is, yeah, Kaya, you're right. That garbage is obviously not art, but this is art. That's exactly my point. Like, there is garbage what? that is clearly not art and should not be called art, even if the artist calls themselves an artist and their work art. But that statue is I art. I don't care if you call... hundred <laughs> percent. It is. It just is. But the so you do agree there, with there, him, we, Kaya. Uh, I mean, Andrew, no, you do agree no. with Kaya. What do you mean? Oh, yes. It, it sounds like you do agree with him. Your your threshold is just uh, lower. You have a than threshold. I, is the point? I believe. Right? You, yes. Look, I believe that spawns <laughs> from a level of sincerity. I don't necessarily believe a lot of performance but, artists are genuine. I think art needs to come from a place something. of sincerity or genuine expression. You're missing something. You both don't get to def define what art means. You don't get to. No, no, no. Get... Look, 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 look. I understand. Because it already has an established de definition. I, I understand. And to a, a degree, I agree with you. But I think there's a difference between someone who, let's say they take a picture and they paint it all black. And they say, this is the darkness in the world right now. There's something there. It's it's lazy and it's cheap, but I get it's derivative it. derivative art. I get it. There's something there. It feels like a genuine expression. But when someone says, I'm going to stand here and scream the word banana to represent children in Africa. It's like, that's so disconnected. I don't believe you. Yes, What's your logic yeah, here? Yeah, but they can be genuine. You, you're not everyone is a troll like they can be genuinely stupid genuinely stupid and maladjusted and brain damaged people exist those mm. people actually really sincerely do think that their shitty quote-unquote art is art right and it, and it is i think i think the barrier for me it's a feeling i guess i don't know i don't i don't have a okay, barrier so if, my point was my, my created if something is created then it is art but you can apply 
descriptors to art to establish their quality. You can say this is awful art. That's enough to know that like, at least subjectively, a lot of people agree that this art sucks. It's still art though. Okay, I have a better term for awful art that's shorter, four letters, shit. And Andrew, it sounds like you agree with me. You have a barrier. That was my only point. Like, we have a barrier for what constitutes art. Bad or not, awful or good, awful or magnificent, some shit is not art. I do agree, but I think your barrier is way too intolerant. Well, yeah, we all agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I, I yes. think you're a little too far in that direction. <laughs> that's that's my point. That's my point. Like, that's fair. Like, yeah. we, can, that, we can argue okay, semantics. So we, yeah, I agree we can argue you. semantics yeah, 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 over yeah. lower level what is and isn't art, but I do think that that statue is 100% art, and to not say it's not is just silly. Like I, I think it definitely is. I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, let's... I think we can end this on an agreement. Else, hmm. you agree with me that there is a barrier to what is art, and there is some shit that simply isn't art, and I'll agree that this statue is awful art. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will shake hands on that. Hey, I will, I will shake hands on that. Right. Yeah, okay. Deal. Perfect. Wow. Kyle yeah. gained way more than you did then, Andrew, by the way. That's fine. I just <laughs> don't care. So it's fine. <laughs> also, Kyle, I want to push back. You said that you're an athlete. Uh, because you sat on your couch or whatever. You got that definition wrong as well. You don't... Uh, athletes No, my definition is... My, my point was you can't just take someone's word for their self-definition. If I call myself an artist, that, that doesn't make it true. If I call something I do an art, that doesn't make it true. If I call myself an athlete just for farting on the couch, that doesn't make it true. There has to be a barrier. Would you there has guys to be say the barrier is the definition? Would you guys say that the title of artist is one that can only be applied from other people? You can never truly call yourself one unless other people agree. I, mm. I mean, I think that's how it should be, mm. but everyone calls themselves an artist for right. literally nothing. So, right, yeah. Yeah, no, podcasting is an art. I'm an artist. I, I think it's an interesting parallel where you can be an athlete and call yourself an athlete and know. Like, if you're very proficient in a sport, you know. Whereas with art, it's a lot more of a gray area, you know? So how long I until know, you can uh, say like, you are uh, one? Again, the pissing on the floor and calling it art is no different than me farting on the couch and calling myself an athlete when like everyone in the Paralympics and the Special Olympics could probably beat me at like the presidential test like who gives a fuck what would I call you say, myself <laughs> would you say that pissing on the floor on like a uh, whatever a painting or whatever whatever they do would you say they're more of an athlete or more of an artist <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you actually asked that question the pissing on the floor example uh, I imagine you guys know where it comes from right it comes from yes. um, I think it's waterfall one through three is that where she yeah, gets yeah, held by a big man and carried around the room to piss in a circle yes yeah. that's yeah. the one yeah. I remember Beautiful. I would say that's absolutely more of a display of like physical prowess than artistic integrity. <laughs> right. Her bladder strength, <laughs> the guy's strength to hold her in place, move her around. It's like a yeah. watery yeah. ballet. It's, yeah, it's ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that piece so much. It, she gets in that morph suit with the vagina cut out, and then yeah, she gets hoisted <laughs> up by that guy. <laughs> like a backpack. 
<laughs> Everyone out there should watch. We have not talked about this in so long. What's the title of it again? I think it's Waterfalls 1 through 3. Everyone. Yeah, it's a trilogy. Everyone <laughs> listening needs to watch Waterfalls 1 through 3. It's one of the greatest Was art all performances in the of same our day? time. No, no, no. So she's done this in multiple <laughs> venues before. So she, I think it's only up, well, as of a couple of years ago, it was three. And I think it's called Waterfall. I could be wrong, though. Were people in the splash zone? Did people get pissed <laughs> on, or was it just on the They paid floor? extra for that, yeah. No, just, just the guy holding her gets pissed on. Uh, brave soul. Everyone else stood back and appreciated from a the distance other like one, the rest of us. The, the other one that I remember, that one of the, the, those strange modern art, uh, presentation things uh, was the the egg one where she lays eggs from a yeah, vagina yeah. above a canvas. That's you guys, this is a deep cut. This is like OG old Reddit shit. Mm. There was another modern art performance where instead of putting eggs in her pussy, she opens a can of SpaghettiOs with her labia <gasps> and then puts what? the SpaghettiOs in her in her pussy. Whoa! I find don't the video. remember that. That sounds like a yeast infection. Yeah, it was sounds super. Like <laughs> That's not art. That's an infection. Vaginal fungus is art, Jackson. <laughs> Just like fine cheese. Man, I haven't thought about these modern art pieces in a while. I, I, don't, so remember, I don't remember if this was... Just like a really weird porn that I, I got linked or something, or if it was a modern art thing. I doubt it was a modern art thing. But have you guys seen the chick getting Fruit Loops eaten out of a? How, how do I describe this? She's getting she's got yes. like Fruit Loops. Yeah, I don't yeah, know her yeah. name. But and oh. she came on Duck's show. She had Fruit Loops eating oh, those porns. Yeah, though. doesn't doesn't she also oh, play cool. asshole golf where they golf into her butthole as the hole? I believe so. What was her name? It is. Oh man. That's a different sport too. To There's be no way that's the same person, Kaya, because butthole golfer this? is totally different. Hmm. Yeah. Regardless. Regardless, Rachel the Ray? one I'm talking about was someone fills up their asshole with like milk and then uh, Fruit Loops, and someone uses a spoon to actually eat out of them, like uh, like a bowl. Mm-hmm. That one's cool. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. I remember that now. It's so gross. No, it's delicious. But, I mean, to be fair. She didn't do that as part of an art piece that was just plain porn. Well, yeah, but if she shot it out up in the air like a fountain, then it would have been modern art. I think that's that's where I draw the line. She didn't have to. She just had to declare it art, and it would have been. No, there has to be some kind of like projectile motion for it to be art. (laughs) Is that your definition for art? Yeah, that's what someone art. I guess if you're like a cool gunslinger from the Dark Tower or whatever that shitty movie was. <laughs> do you guys have a favorite art? What? What do you mean? Do you have a favorite art? What do you mean what? That Everything like I've ever question. made. No, don't be. So, you're so egotistical, you two. Come up with something new. Like something that you didn't have a hand in creating. Something but artistic. I was just asking what you mean. Like a piece Not of you. art that is our favorite? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't getting hmm. up to you. Yu-Gi-Oh cards, the whole style. Oh, <laughs> what you, do you mean? Do you, you mean like conventional one? art? Any art, anything that you define as art. Um, <laughs> there's so much. Yeah, there's. This is such a broad question. This is, yeah, you're just asking what we like. Like, there's so many good movies no. and so many good books. All right, we'll, we'll conventional art then. We'll limit it to like paintings and sculptures. See, that's and a better vases. question. No, I Otherwise, Jackson, you're asking, do you guys like paintings. food? Like, yeah. How do you answer? Well, you gotta choose one thing. 
But okay, paintings, sculptures, vases, mm. uh, uh, vases. etchings. <laughs> hmm. Has there any ever been like a painting that's oh, ever truly spoken to you? I know, I got a good one. Um, the character designer who works with Hideo Kojima, Yoji Shinkawa, is one of the most incredible artists I've ever seen. I own some of his art books and just everything he fucking draws. He's got a specific style to it. He's so goddamn good. Just so, so good. Love that, man. A plus. So what's your favorite piece from him? Uh, I don't know. Metal Gear character design B slash seven. For example, I'll give you another specific example. I've started Death Stranding. And, oh, no. and just everything in that <laughs> game. Both of you just sigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I, I, am I the only one who loves it? Okay. You love it? So what? far, How? yeah. What? Because it's a movie. I'm just watching it like a movie. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, a but movie where you between sucks. Yeah, where you still have to slowly walk around and stumble around delivering. I, I didn't I... know this was an acceptable opinion. That game fucking blows. I thought I'd get attacked for saying that for attacking the holy cow. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. The game's great. No, we I were understand. Just, we were I lulling you into a false sense of security. Yeah. I, I knew I knew for a fact as I was playing it. I was thinking, man, this is probably boring for a lot of people. But I just find it meditative i just kind of zone out and get really invested i think i'm so excited to see the next cutscene that i treat the other moments as like interludes between them and i like sit and digest what i just saw and think about it well no it's you eating your vegetables before you get dessert that's all that is <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong i i concede it is boring yes for most people definitely a boring <laughs> game 100% completely agree but for someone like me who just eats up lore and world building and deep dives and in this kind of game I read every piece of mail I listen to every message I get because I just love engrossing in the world I think it's great so far I really really yeah, but like the it lore is like Okay, shit-faced condom man drank Mountain Dew by Mountain Dew. Isn't that the lore? Well, they removed that in the new... So they put out the director's cut, which is like an expanded version of the game. Oh, they retconned the Mountain Dew? Yeah, they got... Oh. It was Monster... Monster damn it. It was Monster Energy, and Sorry, in the director's cut, they replaced it with an in-world product. So, but even then, sure, that's Kojima. He he puts product placement in every one of his games. Fucking Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, you could have Doritos and Mountain Dew on your base and literally wear t-shirts for them. Like, that's, that's not, not an excuse. New. What do you mean? Doesn't make it good. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't think it's that bad. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, like, goofy. I hope he puts a battle pass in it so you have to eat your words. <laughs> now then, I'd genuinely be upset. <laughs> Did you uh, only just start playing me. it, Andrew? Uh, it started a couple days ago. I'm like six, seven hours in. Good. I really like it. But I saw that Yoji Shinkawa did a lot of the design work and just everything looks just so unique. Like everything has such care into how it's designed, you know? Okay, so to sum this up, no art has really spoken to any of you. <laughs> well, not a painting, no. Isn't that weird how, like, okay, 200 no, years ago, this is all people would have done? They would have gone around and looked at paintings and gone, I got yes, more answers, but this we have some books now. I got answers. Mr. Pointy at the University of Chicago speaks to me. 
But this isn't a note. great topic because you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, who the well, yeah describe it. <clears throat> so Give there's an art so there's a museum in Chicago. It's very very famous. It's called the Art Institute of Chicago. <laughs> I've been there like just, three times. I was there I last month. It. Yeah, and Mr. Pointy is this giant, massive like acrylic painting of like a psychic frog, and it's fucking amazing. And every time what I go, I think did it's you the, derive from it? Uh, looks cool. I like it. I don't know if it has like Fair a meaning. Enough. I think it's just aesthetically pleasing. And I, I don't know. I really like it. It's super massive. It's really detailed and varied. Each layer of it is kind of different. Looks cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. That's one that always speaks to me. Every time I go, I take a photo of it because I like it. I agree with someone in our chat who just said, I think ancient Egyptian art goes so hard. Totally agree. And it's so weird to me that we have gone from a civilization who draws on literally everything. All of our like, all of our like walls and stuff would have been full of hieroglyphs to now we don't. I think we should go back to that. We should put on our scribble fingers. on the walls like a four year old. <laughs> yeah, just open graffiti. <laughs> just all over the place. Why not? That, that, that's a good point. I think graffiti kind of is the modern version of it. It's, just, it's such a shame that most of it sucks so bad. Like 99.9% .9 of it just looks like, oh, I'm in a bad neighborhood now. Well, 99% of it is like made by some like 16-year-old stoner. Which so, is yeah. how graffiti was made throughout the entirety of history. I did an entire, I did an entire video. an ancient Egyptian? Yes, I did an entire video on this. Ancient Rome had graffiti all over the Colosseum and other important buildings that said stuff like, I took a shit here, it was great. I fucked my wife. Ah, you, Leviticus, you suck my dick. Like, that's literally all it said. No one had any profound yeah, or anything trolls thoughts. existed before. Yeah. That's cute. God. Oh man, how cool would it have been if the internet was a thing during ancient Rome and we could go back and see it's what the they same were like thing, tweeting. Though. That's what the, it's the same thing. You know shit. how sometimes you find yeah, out true. facts about the past and it makes it worse. Like when you find out that <laughs> velociraptors had feathers and you're like, oh, that makes them look lamer. Or when you found out that the ancient Roman statues were colored and it's the lamest looking Yeah, they had bright shit. primary like, colors. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, this really? looks way better. It's just marble. I wish I didn't know this fact. Everyone Wait, out there colored? listening, when you're done watching Waterfalls oh, 1 through this? 3, I'm sorry. If you, if you guys don't know this funny. fact, if when you're done watching the Waterfalls videos, go Google ancient Roman statues colored, like what they used to look like. They had the goofy his fucking color palettes. It was like little kids colored them. It's so funny. Yeah, they look like the McDonald's clown here. <laughs> they I'll really do. Paste one of them. Why would they do this? Because <laughs> they loved it. Look at that. <laughs> That's like Ronald McDonald. Oh. Oh wait. So the Colosseum wasn't colored. It was just their statues. Oh um, man. They I don't know. So Did bad. The color, the I thought you, I thought you meant like the Col Probably. Colosseum was painted like a McDonald's drive-through or something. I mean, it probably was. Mm, I, I mean, don't know, maybe. but the statues looked really lame. Yeah. With the color on. <laughs> yeah, so why don't they have color now? Is it because it over time it just eroded? Yep. Eroded yeah, and faded over time. Fades. Mm -hmm. No one was looking after it for all those years. No one was, like, applying WD-40 or whatever the fuck they used. So, to there's a conspiracy. Shit. They just washed it with turpentine to get rid of the color. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. The more you learn about history, the more you realize things have not changed at all. People are the same exact thing. Yeah, also, Kai, feathers make dinosaurs cooler. Hmm. I agree. 
I completely disagree. It makes it fucking lame. I think they look awesome. Yeah. They look like they giant look cool. monstrous birds. It's fucking now sick. Now what makes really now what makes Velociraptors the Velociraptors you know lame is that they were the size of chickens. Really? That makes it that makes them lame. Yeah. Uh, how how big of a chicken are we talking? I thought they were human size. Is everything like I learned the size from Jurassic Park a lie? Yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, oh my god! I thought it was historically accurate. No, they made up the term Velociraptor pretty much. <laughs> Did you know that before getting into dinosaurs, Jackson? I don't know if there was a time before I got into dinosaurs. I was like <laughs> five, six. What do you mean? <laughs> so you knew the truth like from the Fair. get-go and still liked them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was like you watched Jurassic Park, you're like, wow, it was fucking awesome, and then you learned the truth, and you're like, damn. I mean, it's still awesome, but around that time, I think the whole feather thing was still like wildly up to debate. So no one knew for sure if they did have feathers or not. It wasn't until like the 2010s, I think, where people started mm. just accepting that. So in my head back then, I was still like, yeah, they're giant scaly fuckers and they're cool. But I knew velociraptors were always small. It's because he based, he based the velociraptors in the movies of something called like a Utah raptor. <laughs> or maybe it was Dionicus, one of the two. But he's he's like, this Utah name isn't Raptor? cool. Yeah, Utah Raptor. He's he said that the name isn't cool enough, so he just slapped on a new name to it. Velociraptor. <laughs> no Let's give him credit <laughs> though. Velociraptor is a cooler name. Velociraptor Absolutely. is one of the coolest names for anything to ever exist. Agreed. Uh, it's certainly it's cooler than thief. fucking Kentucky yeah. Raptor or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Utah Raptor. Yeah. Well, um, Jackson, yeah, have you chicken. have you been to Florida hmm. since Velocicoaster came out? Uh, was it there last time? No, it wasn't, Jackson. I, I can tell you, it wasn't. Oh, well, I was only there in 2020. What do you mean? Well, it's it's a new oh, is ride. This the, is it the Jurassic Park one? Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park roller yeah, coaster. Uh, yeah, then definitely no, because I saw it being. Oh, built when I was there. it's really good. You should find a way yeah. to come down here. I mean, and I wouldn't. I, I don't like roller coasters anyway, so I wouldn't oh, ride you it. Oh, fucking boozy! I'd I'd watch you. I'd watch you ride it. Okay, it's kind of cool. That's good enough. <laughs> watch you. <laughs> You're like a cuck roller coaster enthusiast. <laughs> roller coaster. Like <my> coaster. <laughs> cuck a coaster. Roller coasters just make me sick. I did all the roller coasters when I was over. Well, not all of them, but most of them. And they just made me sick every single time. You want to yeah, hear a I fun story? Roller coasters anymore. You want to hear a fun story? Roller coasters make me feel better. Like, like physically <laughs> better. Um, when Velocicoaster opened not long after it, I went with a group of friends. And I distinctly remember, I don't know if it was the breakfast I ate or something was going on. But while we were waiting in line, I started feeling really ill. Just like, oh, I might throw up. I, oh, I'm like fucking woozy. I, uh, I just don't feel great. But I can probably get on the ride because, you know, whatever. It'll probably subsist and whatever. And it, it was this like constant lull, this constant, uh, not great. I don't think I'll throw up, but I feel irpy and this and that. Got on the ride. As soon as we got off, I felt amazing. And it was just gone. Everything just was it perfect. Might have been the adrenaline. Yeah, I was going to say it's just an adrenaline. But it, but it never wore off. And like for the rest of the day, I felt great. But the adrenaline probably got you through the sickness and then you just naturally started feeling better. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Very possible. It should be a cure before like, you know what, how you stub your toe in Canada and they euthanize you? Why not put you on a roller coaster first? <laughs> Give you some <laughs> the fun. The euthanasia roller coaster. I wish they invented that. 
Well, no, I think Kai's idea no, was not that's to me. I'm talking about an actual like fun adventure. Like, give the person a tick, movie tickets and a theme park theme park ticket, mm. and afterwards, if you still want to blow your brains out, go ahead. Ah, uh, I see. So you want Make a Wish Foundation for suicidal people? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> but their wish would just to be to commit suicide <laughs> to kill themselves. <laughs> I that's want not, Madonna not to shoot My me. My final wish is a gun and some privacy <laughs> <laughs> and some fentanyl. It's <laughs> not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alrighty, you guys want to wrap? Sure. Sure. Alright guys, thanks for listening to episode 320. We got a nice bunch of topics in there. Let us know how we screwed up this week. Um, other than that, <laughs> patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes. Bonus episodes at the wazoo. We're pissing it out like waterfalls one through three over there. There's so many bonus content. You'll be, you'll, you'll be and very the, happy. The Velma watch along. I guess yeah, if, if anyone cares that. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to go bore yourself to sleep, that'll be there for you. Uh, yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.